0: Healthy and happy, a program sponsored by the East Jamaica Conference of Seventh day Adventists and aired right here on your education and your wellness station, NCUFM. I'm Adise Jonas Murphy, and this week we have so much in store for you. You can't afford to miss what's coming up shortly. Please stay with us. I am so delighted to have in studio with me this evening, Dr. Michelle Hamilton. She's a naturopathic physician and also a member of the Whitehall Avenue Seventh-day Adventist Church located in Kingston, Jamaica. How are you, Dr. Hamilton? I am wonderful. Thank you. That is wonderful. You're a naturopathic physician, and that's a big word. It's a big phrase. Many people are used to general practitioners. They're used to pediatricians. What exactly does a naturopathic doctor do?
1: so a naturopathic physician really encompasses all that we have mentioned before which is a general practitioner so we are mm-hmm. trained as general practitioners with both the knowledge of conventional medicine so what you would use to see at your practitioner's office where he does the regular blood tests physical exams we're trained in the same way mm-hmm. and we're also educated to use conventional medicine prescription medicine But we combine those with herbal medicine. So our main principle is to treat the entire person and what is best for them at that time. That is what we use. So we specialize in alternative medicine, most of which consist of herbs, um, essential oils, food as medicine, exercise, counseling. So it's Mm -hmm. a whole body perspective. Oh,
0: so it's the same length of time in training. Same length of time in training. And you always wanted to be a naturopathic doctor? Actually, no. The Lord led
1: me to achieve. (laughs) Change
0: of path, and that's (laughs) why I've become a naturopathic physician. Wonderful! We're so happy to have you in studio with us this evening. We're going to be focusing on the flu. Yes, it is flu season, and many of us, you know, we're coughing and sneezing even right now. The truth is, Doc, in Jamaica, once our noses start to run. You know, say, so boy, we have the flu, uh, but I am pretty sure that the flu is so much more than what we may consider, what we may see as the common cold. Uh, what exactly is the flu?
1: So I do like that you mentioned the common cold and the, the flu in itself. And you talk about the runny nose and mm-hmm. that sometimes is misconstrued to be the flu when we have a simple runny nose, which mm-hmm. is most often rhinitis or sinusitis, but Mm -hmm. the flu in itself is actually a contagious respiratory illness that is caused by a virus, the influenza virus, and there are several strains of it Mm -hmm. and it mainly affects the nose, the throat, and the lungs. Mm -hmm.
0: So you said contagious. That means that if you have the flu and I come around you, chances are if I'm not protected, I can get it.
1: Yes, we can pass it on to each other.
0: So what are some of the signs and symptoms Of the flu. Some of
1: the common signs and symptoms of the flu is that it generally comes on suddenly Mm -hmm. and would sometimes include a fever or feeling feverish, Mm -hmm. having chills, cough, a sore throat, Mm -hmm. um, runny or stuffy nose, muscle body aches, Mm -hmm. headache, um, diarrhea, vomiting. And it, this may vary bit be- and a difference between adults as well as children. There are different strains of the flu that mm-hmm. have been tested and have been found out. So each year, what they generally do is, you know, that they will offer different vaccines mm-hmm. at different times. But in general, you have to understand that it is a virus.
0: <laughs> so when, when people say, boy, there's this bad flu mm-hmm. that is going around, is it really such a thing, you know, the bad flu or, or is, well, <laughs> is the flu just really bad?
1: <laughs> so I think common Jama- in, in common Jamaicans, when they say the bad flu, it's how severely it's affecting them because right. once you have it and you have, uh, some people have so much body aches and pains. I uh, say, boy, this flu is bad, man, yeah, because bad. this one, it put me down for days. <laughs> but, you know, it has a several factors to it. It can be your immune system mm-hmm. that is not robust enough. So as mm-hmm. soon as you contract it, it just hits you down in 24 hours. And for somebody else whose immune system is a little bit more um, robust, mm-hmm. you'll notice that they'll probably have a day within 24 hours, they might have some symptoms. And by right. the following day, it's it starts to decrease already. Mm-hmm. So I think it has a lot to do
0: with your own immune um, viability. Alright, so just as a disclaimer, we are saying then that there is no such thing as a bad flu. It's a Jamaican <laughs> terminology for <laughs> bad. All flus are viruses, different strain of the viruses. Okay, that is so, much, so much I'm learning right here on Healthy <laughs> and Happy Friends. So we're talking about the flu if you're just tuning in and we looked at what uh, the flu virus is. We also looked at some of the common signs and the symptoms of the flu. Not to be confused with the regular common cold. So the regular common cold doc, as you mentioned is you know it's usually rhinitis or, or sinusitis. Bacterial sinusitis,
1: sinusitis mm-hmm. and it affects the nose and the throat in comparison to the flu can be nose, throat and the lungs. So you oh. generally just have probably some runny nose. Some people mm-hmm. will have fever um, mm-hmm. but it comes on more mildly and takes several days just lingering. Unlike the flu in itself it comes mm-hmm. on a little bit faster
0: and within 24 period. hours you can be feeling very very ill. Right. So as we make this distinction between the common cold and the flu. The runny nose, the throat itching, probably scratching. There's no pain that's usually associated with the common cold. Not necessarily
1: for the common cold, no. Okay, but the fever may come on. The fever
0: may come on. Alright, so um, let's look at how these signs and symptoms then differ in children versus adults.
1: So, for children, they'll have all the same features as we mentioned before, the runny nose, Mm -hmm. aches and pain, um, feeling tired, but specifically, the vomiting vomiting and the diarrhea is mm-hmm. more unique for children for they the will te- yes for the flu okay. they would tend to have more vomiting and diarrhea than adults but
0: how would i know that it's the flu versus let's say because there are a lot of diseases floating around in the ear now we have dengue which has mm-hmm. some of the same and and symptoms, and of symptoms of the flu well in the past we had malaria we had uh, mm-hmm. so many other things so i think it
1: is best when we follow the ministry of health when they send out guidelines of the difference because if you notice they'll always put out advices of what to look for so you mm-hmm. can Mm-hmm. of know the distinct difference between all of them and there are mm-hmm. different tests that helps us to determine mm-hmm. because within to say a week after contracting the flu most individuals start to get better with medication okay. with these other conditions like the dengue and so forth you find that mm-hmm. within the blood counts you would have other tests that will indicate otherwise that would be of concern so mm-hmm. testing is going to be very important within 24 hours after contracting the flu mm-hmm. if you're not seeing anything improving after the 24 hours it's best to go in and see a doctor right. and they will determine based on physical exam if you need
0: additional testing
1: Mm. to see
0: if it's anything else. How effective is this flu vaccine that's being given, doctor? Is it really that strong in protecting us against the flu?
1: Well, being that I'm a naturopathic (laughs) physician, you know, that's a very interesting question, Miss Jonas Murphy. Um, Well, the vaccine is recommended Mm -hmm. and... A lot of people take it religiously uh-huh. every time we come through this season. Yes. As to how effective it has been, speaking from a naturopathic perspective, this is what I see with patients. Most persons who get it, their immune system is already not as robust. So as soon oh. as they get the vaccine, they start to show symptoms of contracting the flu. So from a naturopathic perspective, that will tell me that exposing them to a small um, amount of the amount virus, of the virus mm. actually doesn't necessarily help to protect them from it. Well, maybe not that time, but maybe another time because, you well, know. Well, every season they get the same vaccine. Okay. And these individuals are consistently having the flu Mm -hmm. each year two, Mm -hmm. three times per year. Mm -hmm. So I think for those with a more robust immune system, Mm -hmm. it it plays out better for them in terms of protecting them. But for those with a weaker immune system, Mm -hmm. I think it exposes them repeatedly to it. And they have not made any lifestyle or dietary changes
0: that will enable the vaccine to be more protective for them. Okay, good. And I'm, I'm happy you said that. So the vaccine is created to be a protective agent. So for those of you who you're not eating properly, you're not resting, your immune system is weak, you're stressed out, and you say, boy, you know, <laughs> it's flu season, I should go get my flu shot. Uh, think, uh, you know, think very carefully about it, because if you go with a weak immune system to get your flu shot, chances are you may just come down with the flu.
1: <laughs> or better like, yet, mm. try to take steps to improve, improve your it. lifestyle and there your dietary choices so that the vaccine becomes more, more, effective. Of a pre- more
0: effective. There we go. So, we're talking about the flu, we looked at the signs and symptoms in children versus, you know, in adults. Uh, but let's look at the transmission, the contraction. How, how exactly does it take place, Doc? Um, if you sneeze in your hand and the virus comes out of your nose, <laughs> I'm trying to be as yes. practical as I can and that's very to our good. listeners. You sneeze in your hand and... And you wipe your hand somewhere, I don't know, mm-hmm. being a tissue mm-hmm. or whatever, and some of that virus is on your hand, and you come and shake my hand. Oh boy. And then I rub my eyes. Mm-hmm. It's almost a done deal that I may contract. Yes, right? that's a very good example.
1: So remember again, it's a virus. So it is spread quite easily by tiny droplets mm-hmm. that can be released, whether through coughing, through sneezing. Mm-hmm. And most oftentimes, what we do, even through talking, when you're in close proximity to someone, how close? You, well, I would say anywhere <laughs> close where when I talk, if they are little, <laughs> whatever. <Okay. laughs> Yeah, it can, it can be transmitted by just tiny droplets that will pass in the air. Because remember, mm-hmm. when we, we inhale yes. and we exhale, so therefore, um, we lose bodily fluid. So when it mm-hmm. is actually contracted, you find that, as you said, for example, if you sneeze, most times we often, if we don't have a tissue, we cover our mm-hmm. nose with our hand. And then right. we just either wipe it off in our clothes mm-hmm. or we not even remember a few hours after, go and shake right. someone else's hand. And that's how we just continue to transmit mm-hmm. the virus. Because as soon as you start sweating in Jamaica, you're hot, you take your hand and wipe the mm-hmm. face. Mm -hmm. So that comes close proximity of the eye, the mouth, the Mm. nose, and it's just continuous. Uh, I I think this
0: is a a good point to plug uh, this line in. Don't let diseases spread. Wash your hands with soap yes, and water instead. instead. Right? <laughs> so um, the key really is then to for us to protect ourselves from the virus by constantly practicing washing, good um, hygiene. And washing our hands and practicing good mm-hmm. hygiene. So we don't want this virus to be transmitting. And especially uh, for babies, man, I tell you, uh, my son contracted a cold when he was very young, call it about probably four months or so. It was so difficult for me to see him try to to breathe on his own. So even in relation to our babies or smaller children, we want to be extremely careful as we protect them from these viruses. And the elderly, too. Yes. How detrimental can the flu virus be for an individual who is, let's say, in a high-risk category? The
1: high risk would be, as you say, for children and elderly. It Mm. can lead to death Mm. as well. How
0: do we treat the flu? Doctor.
1: Conventionally, it's antiviral. So remember, it's a virus, it's antiviral um, prescriptions that are given um, over the course of treatment for the flu. Um, whether or not the person has even gotten the vaccine, mm-hmm. that is the main course, and they'll tell him to rest, have lots of fluids, mm-hmm. and try to eat well during that
0: period. What would you say as a naturopathic doctor? <laughs>
1: Well, you know, so it's preventative medicine. So from a preventive standpoint, the first thing I do when individuals come is basically do a a, a blood work, Mm -hmm. which would look at your immune system. So I'll see what's really going on. And it tells me how robust is your immune system. And just Mm -hmm. with a good intake, I'll ask how many times per year do you contract the flu? So most Mm -hmm. times when I see clients, it's not during the time they have the flu, but during a detailed assessment. And by the time the flu season comes around, they will not have contracted the flu because immediately mm-hmm. I'll already see that the immune system is not as robust. So we will mm-hmm. start to treat them with um, giving them dietary choices that increase their antioxidants or bioflavonoids, mm-hmm. vegetables, fruits, their juices, and also herbal combinations that would also help to build mm-hmm. them up Build up the immune system. So by the time they reach the
0: flu season, mm-hmm. they will not contract anything. Okay, wonderful. And, you know, for those persons who are wondering, boy, how do I get in touch with this naturopathic uh, doctor who seems to be able to tell me what I want to hear in terms of keeping my immune system up and robust? Because I can't do it on my own. How do I get in touch with her? So you can reach
1: me at 876 402 I practice at Health Plus Associates in the Boulevard
0: Super Center. Okay, wonderful. We are speaking with Dr. Michelle Hamilton. She is a naturopathic uh, doctor, naturopathic physician, and we're talking about the flu. Yes, it is that time of year when we find increased cases of the flu right here in jamaica so we're talking prevention we looked at how we prevent the contraction of the virus by building our immune system but we're going to be looking at some additional immune system boosters to see how best we can make some spiritual applications as we examine the topic so let's let's get on with with this one doc sleep is very important As an immune system booster we live in a very fast-paced society and sleep is one of the things that we lack very much but how important is rest and especially when dealing with the flu
1: well within the first 24 hours of contracting the flu it's advised that you basically stay away from other persons so that you don't spread it so that Mm -hmm. means that you get some time to rest Mm -hmm. and then within the period after Apart mm-hmm. from going to the doctor, of course, within the period after, if the symptoms are waning a bit mm-hmm. and you need to still consider that you need to get adequate rest. So your night's right. rest is going to be very, very important. Mm-hmm. Your body is designed to rest during the night hours. Because if we can remember when God created the earth, he made yes. night and day and Genesis it is for 16. Yes. And mm-hmm. it was for a specific reason, he's telling mm-hmm. us there's a time when the body needs to rest, when mm-hmm. it regenerates itself, when it renews itself, when it detoxes. So your rest is very important. If you don't get adequate rest, you actually break down your immune system. Mm. And many other organs
0: are affected from lack of rest as a result of that. And the flu takes longer to get better, right? Yes, it does. (laughs) Um, But, you know, you said something, though. It's very critical that we stay away from others during this time. I mean, apart from the doctor, you know, that we have to go to. Yes. But sometimes, doc, I I don't know. We take this thing for granted, my observation, you know. I don't know if we want others to contract it. We go to work. We're sneezing down the place. We obviously are sick, and it's time for us to go home. Uh, But those of you who are struggling with the flu right now, stay home. Please stay home. One, rest, and two, help to decrease. The transmission of of the the virus. virus. All right, so sleep is very, very instrumental, very critical. We saw it there in Genesis 1 16, even uh, from the Lord Himself in distinguishing between the day and night, and the purpose of night is rest. Uh, Let's look at the value of exercise, it is important. Uh, For us to have a moderate amount of exercise, let's say for about uh, 30 minutes each day, it probably can be brisk walking, walking, running, whatever you you can take on. It can help to build your immune system and to fight infection. What are the spiritual uh, examples that we see coming out of um, exercise and how important it is?
1: Well as we look at the human body again our body is designed to move Mm -hmm. and to actually work because when God made man he placed him in the garden to dress it and to keep Mm -hmm. it and it is for a reason it is saying that there's some amount of physical activity that Mm -hmm. is required for our body to function but outside of physical activity is also exercise because exercise also helps to build Mm -hmm. your immune system it helps your body to detox to get rid of toxins and waste that the body naturally produces from Mm -hmm. what we take in from the environment and from food, so it also will help to protect us and make our immune system more robust from mm-hmm. contracting
0: the flu. So, what would you say to those individuals who just don't have the time for exercise? I mean, my, my shadow is just so it's so tight, doc. morning, well, to night.
1: If you want to optimize your health, if you want to spend <laughs> less money at physicians, mm-hmm. especially physicians if you want like to give me, you, less
0: money. Yes, if you so want to like give me less out? money,
1: then you need to exercise. <laughs> Why? It will make you feel better. It gives you yeah. more energy. Mm-hmm. It makes you more positive you have a better outlook of life and it's what is
0: required for your body. Mm, Very, very important. Uh, Diet plays a critical role in every aspect of our health. Eating or drinking too much sugar, it curbs the immune system, friends, believe it or not. And our immune system cells, they attack bacteria. This effect can last for at least a few hours after drowning a couple of sugary drinks. So we endorse the (laughs) no-sugar policy <laughs> that is currently uh, in in progress. But sugar, really, I've heard too that it's carcinogenic. It's very destructive to the system, the human system. So I it's not, I wouldn't
1: say necessarily carcinogenic, but you have to understand it will promote a cascade of inflammation in the body that Which will create uh, an okay. environment for carcinogens to actually possible. multiply really? and lead to other conditions.
0: Oh, so, so it creates it's that actual, environment. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, it will create that environment mm-hmm. that would lead to um, the spirit, the, 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 your increased chances of um, getting fo- some forms of cancer.
0: Okay. The Apostle Paul reminds us, you know, that whatever we do, we should do all to the glory of God. Whether we eat or drink, do it all to the glory of God. So would God, if he, let's say, you know, God is, he has taken residence in your body, temple. You know, he's sitting in your stomach. I like to be visual, you know, so forgive me for a moment, listeners. And sugary drinks, cheese tricks, Ice cream. Oh, geez. Yeah. All of these things that we love eating so much. <laughs> you <laughs> know, um, lots of oil just coming down our systems. Like, how would Jesus feel? Boy. And probably get burn up. and Burn
2: <laughs> up is,
1: is, <laughs> <laughs> is, I mean, it is it's, it's quite extensive. But you have mm. to consider when we're talking about glorifying God and our body, when you mm. eat these things, they actually take away from your mental clarity, your physical performance. So Mm -hmm. they actually eventually over time make you sick. You don't have as much energy. Your mind Mm -hmm. doesn't operate as at a higher level as it should Mm -hmm. for you to be able to perform and to praise and to worship God because you tend to have so many other things that negates when you have too much sugar in your diet and when you have too much fats. You don't move as easily. When it's Mm -hmm. time to go out and witness, you're like always tired. Mm -hmm. As soon as you walk for five, ten minutes, you're so tired. So
0: it makes sense that we follow a good and moderate
1: diet of healthy eating and lifestyle
0: you know controlling our stress is also very important it's amazing we did a program on dementia some time ago and we were also seeing that this is a critical emotion that needs to be controlled or stress level it's very important in isaiah 41 verse 10 the bible reminds us Uh, Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. Uh, Doc, how would you tie this text into one who is always stressed out or worried about life's circumstances?
1: Well, for you to really understand it is to think about what stress does to the body. Mm -hmm. Number one, stress breaks down your immune system, Mm -hmm. and it's one of those predisposing factors to many diseases, which range from cancer, mm. diabetes, hypertension. A mm-hmm. lot of individuals who are diagnosed with hypertension, it's because they live a very stressful yes, life. And it doesn't have to be just just mm-hmm. your job. It can be at home. It can yes. be just not being able to deal with your emotional issues that you have or your experience in life. Mm-hmm. That will increase your stress level, which eventually can also affect your blood sugar level. Mm-hmm. So it's not just what you eat that affects your body and create disease. Stress is a big cofactor when it comes down to different
0: disease that we are now seeing. But even as you mentioned stress and hypertension a while ago, it's recommended that they stay away from high salt intakes. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm trying to, because as you spoke a while ago, you're saying it's not necessarily the salt, it's the stress in many cases. But is there a correlation with the salt? Yes. Yeah, so apart from dietary influences that
1: can also lead to these conditions, we can have stress in our life that can lead to them. Because, for example, someone who is always emotionally stressed your um, nervous system is going to be always hyperactive. That Mm -hmm. naturally raises your blood pressure and you Mm -hmm. haven't had anything in your diet that necessarily will do that. Mm -hmm. But your emotions, how you feel, changes Mm -hmm. your body temperature, your blood pressure, your blood sugar control. Mm -hmm. It affects
0: everything. Wow. So it's important that we, to the best of our abilities, keep that under control. Learn to deal with your emotions, friends. The last one that we're going to be looking at, Doc, is this one. Ensuring that we maintain in a sense of humor. Now, the psalmist reminds us a merry heart doeth good like medicine. How important is a sense of humor in curbing especially uh, some of these diseases? We're talking about the flu in particular, but mm-hmm. even other diseases.
1: Well, a good sense of humor will make you much happier. You won't take things <laughs> as hard as others would. You yes. know how to make light of things when necessary. And, you know, it has a profound effect on the body biochemically because you mm-hmm. ne- release natural painkillers in the body.
0: But yes,
1: you'll natural painkillers it also boosts your immune system
0: as well when you are more happy Mm. and you're always cheerful. Mm -hmm. It is medicine. Wonderful. Dr. Michelle Hamilton chit-chatting with us. Uh, We started out talking about the flu, but we ended on, you know, ways in which we can build our immune system. Doc, it was such a, a wonderful privilege to have you in studio with us this evening. Thank you so very much. Thank you for having me. No problem. And we hope, of course, to continue in further discussions with you Dr. Michelle Hamilton is a naturopathic physician at the Health Plus Associates uh, Complex over there in Boulevard Supercenter. Yes, for those of you who would love to get in touch with Dr. Hamilton, you can reach her by calling 876-402-3098. That's 876-402-3098. Uh, for all your naturopathic needs. Thank you so very much once again, Doc. And of course, this is your program, Healthy and Happy, sponsored by the East Jamaica Conference of Seventh-day Adventists. We want to thank our in-studio engineer, Errol Vaz, for making this program possible. Listeners, until next week, same time, same place, healthy and happy, I'm Adise Jonas Murphy.
2: They are more precious. Than gold, sweeter than the honey, they are, they are more, more precious and honey. than gold. The laws of the Lord are perfect, reviving the soul, reviving the soul, reviving the soul, reviving the soul. They, are, they, are, they are more precious. Than gold, than a the honey. They are more precious than gold. They make wise the simple, they give joy to the heart. Like All together They bring great reward The loss of the Lord are perfect Reviving the soul Reviving the soul Reviving the soul May the words of my life... Bye.